Hello! Welcome back to Eva Makes a Podcast. Um, This is episode two, and today we're going to be talking about long-distance friendships. Um, I want to tell you guys about one of my very best friends. Her name is Sarah. Sarah and I met about five years ago now, when I was a senior in high school, and we met through her brother, Henry. Um, How this whole panned out was just like a whole crazy thing. So, or I guess in my opinion, it's a whole crazy thing. Um, Henry and I met at a retreat um, in Ohio, and we... We were talking a lot, you know, we were, we were pretty good friends um, after after the uh, the retreat, and I had some questions about his church, I want to know information about his church, where um, he goes to church, and so um, he referred me to his sister Sarah, and Sarah and I are pretty close in age, um, and so we hit it off immediately, like I text her and I'm like, Hey, you definitely don't know me, but my name is Emma. I'm friends with Henry. I just want to know some stuff about your church. These are my questions. I want to know what it's like. Um, And from that point forward, she texted back and we clicked like none other ever in my life. We clicked really easily and have just become really great friends. We're best friends. Um, We texted every day. We had a phone call almost every day. Um, we had a snap streak for a really long time, um, but we're really bad at keeping it now. Um, and, um, since we met, we met on Mother's Day, um, of 2016 and, or we officially met in person because for like a month we were like, just like digital friends. Right. And so we met on Mother's Day in 2016, um, and really truly solidified our friendship and it was super cool like being here for the first time we were like hey you know it was super cool and then since since the time that we had first met i think we've seen each other in person like four times um like on average like maybe once a year sometimes less than that (laughs) um and it can be really difficult sometimes because we just want to hang out but we can't because we're at a distance from each other and we can't just kind of go go hang out you know like I can with my friends here um so I really want to talk about long distance friendships and how important they can be and what you can learn from them and how to truly last as a long distance friend and be a good long distance friend um being a long distance friend for me personally has taught me a lot about patience um you know like it can be frustrating, not with the other person, frustrating with, um, with life in general, how you can't just go and hang out at their house. Like, it's not that easy. It takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of, like, you know, going back and forth. Well, what about this date? And like, what about that day? You know, it's, it's a lot. Um, and it can be kind of stressful, but in the end, it's worth it. It's just hard to try to find that balance. Um, the balance in between, like, I'm going to be funneling in, like, time to, like, do this, so, like, we're gonna plan everything out, you know, it's like taking a a trip, you know, taking a trip to see a friend. Um, It also taught me how important it is to annually text, call, or FaceTime someone. Um, You strengthen a friendship by 
by communication, right? I mean, not just friendships, that's friendships, relationships, like interactions with acquaintances, like that's how you really strengthen a friendship or relationship, right? Um, And so Sarah and I, we don't get to talk too often, but now we have finally figured out a time in our schedule when we can actually like talk every Thursday. Um, So we'll be talking today, super exciting. Um, However, um, how important that is to a friendship like that's truly the lifeblood of a friendship you know it's it's not always like quality time but communicating with someone and communicating in a healthy way um you know looking out for them seeing if they're okay that's that's really big especially in a long distance long distance friendship almost said relationship I wasn't one of those ones and it did not work out so I'm not about it (laughs) but if you're in one like I really don't I'm not gonna say like hey this is uh bad because just because my personal experience with a long distance relationship went south very quickly, um, you know, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna say like, hey, your relationship's lame because you guys are long distance. Like, no, that's that's not that's not okay for me to say. Like, that's pretty disrespectful. But anyway, I'm off subject. So, um, how important it is to communicate with them like often. Um, you know, Sarah and I like we text back and forth every couple days, see how each other is doing. Um, we call, we have FaceTimes every Thursday. Um, we just kind of look out for each other and pray for each other. Um, because we can't be there in person. We can't be there in person to say like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's go for a cup of coffee. Let's get lunch today. Like it's just, it's not an option for us because we are so far apart currently. Um, that's, that sucks, (laughs) but I've had to learn a lot of patience from that. Um, But the cool thing about having a long distance friendship is the fact that when you come together after not seeing each other for a long time, it is such a sweet, sweet time. Like you just, you hang out, you have a good time, like everything just seems so much sweeter. Like finally seeing one of your closest friends after not seeing each other for a long time is one of the coolest feelings. It's super cool. And I still get it with, um, my friends currently and I'll be getting to how like this translated into like how I should be treating my college friends too because in the weirdest way like all my college friends are long distance friendships too I'll I'll get to that in a second um but spending time um when you actually take the time to plan everything out with your long distance friend sit down like have quality time together it's it's a big thing like and it's awesome it's so much fun um but all these things that I, I learned from having a long distance friendship has translated so well into the past four years as a college student. Um, you know, when I'm when I'm here, <laughs> when I'm here at college, like my friends are around, I can say, "Hey, let's let's hang out today. Like, let's let's go off campus, or let's go get a cup of coffee, things like that." But in reality, when I when I go home for a break, or when I'm somewhere off over the summer like doing something you know all of my friends are long distance friends it's like all of a sudden like I'm not surrounded by a community of friends and so I've learned from Sarah's friendship she was my first long distance friend by the way very first ever never had a long distance friend before um until Sarah and I became friends um I guess I guess how cool it was to take what I learned there and translate it into like um everything's on all the things like on breaks right um I have a friend who lives in New York I have a friend who lives in 
Carolinas. I have friends in Wisconsin and Minnesota and everywhere. You know, I have all these friends, all these places, and it's hard that I can't see them. Um, but learning how important it is, like quality time, even if it's just digital, like taking the time to say, hey, I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's okay with you. And you know, like, here's the thing is that it only takes a couple seconds to send a text message, right? A text message to say, hey, um, to ask how you're doing, to ask how I can be praying for you. Like it's not, it only takes a couple seconds. It's not a burden on me and it, you, it shouldn't feel like a burden for you. You know, it's only a couple seconds. Don't, you should never feel like that you don't have the time to send a quick text to someone. Um, because if you can, if you can spend a couple hours scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or anything like that, you have a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds to text a friend and see how they're doing. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's okay to, to have social media and like go through those things and just kind of like, you know, swip swipe and whatever. But if you're, if you're neglecting your long distance friend because you think you don't have the time, but you're spending hours doing those things, you know, I think... I think maybe you need to check in with your priorities and, you know, really look at yourself and say, like, well, am I actually running out of time or am I just filling my time up with things I shouldn't be filling my time up with? Um, also, I guess what's super cool about a friendship that is long distance is the fact that, like, every moment, like, every text message means so much. Like, when, when Sarah texts me or, like, my friends text me over breaks and say like hey how are you doing I miss you like that honestly brings me so much joy um because the fact that like they took the time out of their day to just think about me and check in with me and see what I'm doing like that went a long way with me and like now that um I have friends who have left the college um friends who've graduated friends who have chosen a d different direction in life you know um I can't see them as often as I used to see them, and it's super weird not seeing them every day, you know? Um, and while I can't always, like, send a text message, like, I can always, um, I can always pray for them too, you know? We all have different lives, we, we leave, um, we leave places, we live these lives that can be really busy, and we can be overwhelmed with life. But something that shouldn't ever overwhelm you is a friendship. Um, you shouldn't ever feel, like, overwhelmed by um, being friends with someone in, like, a bad way. That probably isn't a very healthy friendship or relationship. Like, you shouldn't feel like, um, you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't be feeding your codependency by, like, thinking, like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't text them today. They probably hate me so much. Like, they probably are so angry with me. Like, everything I do is wrong. You know, like, that's not the case. And, like, that's not the truth about you. And I think you need to address that codependency because that could be stifling, like, like healthy aspects of friendships or relationships within you and with other people. And um, knowing that you, like, have, have the ability to even, like, have friends, like, that can be pretty overwhelming, but you shouldn't let that overwhelm you in the sense that you are like, I just don't deserve friends. Like, I don't deserve to have friends. I don't deserve people around me. I don't deserve community. But in reality, like, we are social beings. That is who we are. That is a fundamental of who we are. 
we are meant to live in a community, um, to, to see other people, to, to speak to people, to have genuine conversation. Like that is so important to the soul. And it's okay if, if your closest friends don't live by you. It's okay because you can still have those genuine conversations with them. You can still, you can still say, hey, you can still look out for people. Um, and again, if, if you have a long distance friend, it's um, maybe don't wait to text or call um, as long as you're not beating yourself up about it, right? But don't wait to text or call. You never know what they're, they might be going through unless they tell you about it, right? And um, if it's a healthy friendship, then you will like make the time and make the space for them to have um, to have an open space to like talk about what they're going through. And same, same for you as well, is that they should like make the space for you, you know? Um, a friendship is not about like, oh, I'm just like, I'm just setting aside my time for this person and I feel like they don't appreciate me, appreciate me and stuff. Like, you know, a friendship, you should not ever feel underappreciated in a friendship. And if you feel like you are, maybe you should approach them about that and say, hey, I feel like that this friendship has been really one-sided and that can be really scary. Like I've done it a couple of times and I was feeling a lot of anxiousness about it, but here's the thing is that what I was thinking was happening was literally not happening at all. Um, I was thinking that maybe they didn't want to be friends anymore and I was letting codependency in my own life and in my own heart, like take over and hang out with anxiousness and just freak out about it. You know what I mean? But you don't have to, you know, you don't have to live in that. And if you're someone who prays or has friends who pray, um, it's okay to be vulnerable and ask for um, prayer about that, you know, to ask uh, the Lord to not um, let you struggle with codependency anymore and teach you how to stifle it and how to have a healthy friendship. Um, you know, you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you, because of codependency, you've spread yourself so, so thin over all of these friendships you've been making because it seems like everyone needs you all the time and you're overwhelmed, but you don't have to, like, you don't have to live that way, you know? Um, yeah. No, I appreciate you coming here. I appreciate you listening. I hope you learned something. Um... Again, if you guys need to um, send in questions or if you have comments, like it's okay to reach out to me on my art Instagram, which is at underscore painted praise um, on Instagram, as I said. And I also have an email, which is Emma makes a podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to feel f- <laughs> wow. Feel free to send your questions in, your inquiries. Um, I'm always ready to like receive it. You know, I love constructive criticism as long as it's not you know mean because I can be very sensitive. But I'm open to constructive <laughs> constructive criticism. Um, anyway, yes. Thank you so much for coming in. I hope you learned something. And God bless. Also, if if you have a prayer request, you want prayed over I would love to pray over it for you um but you don't have to send that in like that's that's a very intimate thing you can save that for your friends but I um I am available if you need it is what I'm trying to say um thank you very much for coming in I appreciate it uh have a great day god bless and um if you feel like that 
you're not good enough for friends, if you feel like that you don't, um, that you don't deserve friends, I want to let you know and I want to speak to that part of you that feels unlovable. I want to let you know that you are loved and you do deserve good friendships. You deserve healthy friendships, healthy relationships. Um, it's okay to not be okay in that. Um, you can just, just take the time to really look after yourself and address that codependency, address that insecurity within yourself, um, and, and make peace with that part of you. You know, it's okay to struggle with that. It's okay to wonder about those things, but you need to make peace with it in your heart, make peace with it and then let it go. Anyway, thank you very much for coming. Um, this week's artist I want to introduce you guys to is Park. Um, my friend David, he's super cool. Dave, Dave is a cool guy. Um, and he wrote these really great songs. His Spotify is Park. I'm going to play you one of his songs right now. Thanks for coming. Bye.